Hello, welcome to another episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. It's Sunday, so I'm recording again, and I'm excited because this season finale day. Yay! I'm happy because I'm happy that this 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days is over. So I will mark this as the end of this season, and we're moving on to a lot of new shows came out this past week. I have started watching 90 Day Fiance the other way, and but I haven't watched any other shows yet. So there'll be a lot of content for next week. But for this week, we're just going to talk about that last little bit of content for 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days or what is it 90 day fiance yes I think that is before the 90 days and then the challenge and also yesterday I found this documentary that's called like dark girls and light girls so I'm going to talk about that mostly because the other two shows not a whole lot going went on so yes let's start the show So, first is the challenge. Um, Like I said before, not a whole lot happened with challenge this week. I thought it was very funny. The episode was an hour again because they cut D out, and I was fine with it because it, like, shortens the show. It's just funny that, um, you know, she was really a big part of the show because it was, like, another 30 minutes. And she had actually won. She was on the winning team, and she was on the tribunal. Nope, we only heard her voice here and there. <laughs> we did not see her face. You might see the corner of her eye or her herself, but it was a group of three of them. But we barely saw D, so that was interesting. And I saw on the internet that um, one of the shows that I plan on watching, Yes, the Key, they finally acknowledged that Alex, I forget his last name, it starts with a K. I don't know how to pronounce it. But he he was like on the internet liking all types of ridiculous content because I remember last year people was tagging MTV saying look at what he's on look at what he's laughing at look at what he's co-signing and it was some terrible stuff like it was like the part of the internet you have to look for it's not the part of the internet this is up there like when you first open it so yeah that was pretty terrible um so I guess MTV decided to acknowledge it and actually decided to cut him out of the show so I'm very curious. To see how Siesta is gonna go without Alex because the show was he was him and his daddy brought the show to MTV's attention and the show kind of centers around him even though he's kind of like a terrible person. So we'll see how the show goes. I'm looking forward to that. But regardless, we're talking about the challenge. Like I said, not a whole lot went went on. Um, Josh called Fessy dumb, which was stupid. Which was funny because you know it's kind of like oh Josh you you were one to talk, um, you know Kyle did a good job of campaigning. Unfortunately, Corey did better, so he got to um, compete against uh, Swaggy C, and he won, which I'm okay with. You know I I was I was kind of rooting for Swaggy because he had a lot of people rooting for him, like Bailey was rooting for him, but you know Corey did better, so I was fine with Corey winning as well. And, you know, from Team Mama G, we saw that that um, Bailey and Swaggy C went to Corey's gender reveal. So we know they're all cool. So that was all fine. Um, 
I saw like Melissa's true colors came out. I feel like some of her, why she was so vicious toward Josh, it seems like she never liked him. And now she has a reason to unleash that not liking him. So I thought that was kind of messed up. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it was Josh. So I'm like, whatever. But um, yeah, I, I did peep that. Like that girl, I never liked him. So at least, at least she, Josh knows who's for him and who's not for him. Well, if he, let's hope he could know this moving forward. Um, let's see, what else did I think? Oh yes, Fessy did very good. I'm always impressed by Fessy's performance in the challenge. Like he can run. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in the finale. I wonder if he's gonna like really outbeat everyone, kind of like Turbo. From watching this with Fessy, I really hope in a future season. There's a season with Fessy and Turbo because I would like to see them compete against each other, hopefully make it to the final. I like to see them both in the final and see who wins. I think that would be very entertaining. But yeah, not a whole lot went on this episode. But, um, you know, we're just kind of, I feel like we're kind of preparing and lipping along to just to get to the finale <laughs> with the challenge now. So I kind of feel like thinking about it, this season is a little drawn out. I feel like we could, we could probably tell the story pretty good in less episodes, possibly. Because I feel like a lot of these episodes were kind of like fillery. And, and yeah, that's not kind of what I've been thinking about this season so far with the challenge. But, you know, it's not, it's not a terrible season. So yes, let's move on to the extra content with 90 Day Fiance. I think it was Couples Tell More. That's what it was called. <sighs> it was a waste of my time. A whole lot. It was just talking about nonsense that made no sense. Um, talking about things that didn't really matter. Teasing about things that didn't really make any... I thought we could have lived without having the whole episode. It would have been cool. Um, I'm so happy I didn't watch this uh, this 10 hours of leaked footage because I watched more than enough with these three, with these three episodes, well, no, it was two episodes of the tell-all and then one episode of extra content that was not worth watching. So I'm happy I didn't watch the whole 10 hours. That would have been not fun. But um, I didn't see if I made any. The only thing that really stuck out to me all the way that wasn't mean um, what is the word something about Stephanie? And I'm trying to read it. Oh no, not 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 important. None of the stuff I report <laughs> was very important, except for David mentioned something about an Ember Law, which is why he had to talk on the internet with um Lana. So of course I was like, what in the world is Ember Law that he speaks of? I heard wrong. It's a I-M-B-R-A. So I guess that is Embra. But I was thinking like Ember, not Embra. So, um, so yes, it's, I, I forgot. I just wrote down the acronym and it means international something, Brooker, something. I really don't remember. But it's essentially saying that if you were on one of those like Russian or I guess any type of internet dating site, international dating site, or if you met the girl off of the dating site, then when you apply for your visa, you gotta get a background check. That's what that's what the law means. David misinterpreted the law to mean that he could only talk to her on the internet site. 
and I feel from what according to what the internet said, the, the internet site told him that and he believed it. So yeah, he really, you know, sometimes what you hear first, you're gonna you're gonna believe or you want to believe. I, I don't think he really wants to believe that he's been been scammed or he really doesn't want to believe that he wasted money. So he's really holding on to the whole this isn't a scam, this is this is just another route and I'm not being stupid. Like he's really holding on to that. So that's all I got from this episode. People holding on to their delusions. So so yeah, that's all about that. But the main thing you can talk about this week, which came very late in the week, <laughs> is this dark girl, light girl documentary. It's a two-part document. It's a two it's two separate documentaries. I think they're made by the same people. They're very old documentaries or older documentaries. I would say the first one was probably came out maybe in 2009. And the second one kind of looks like it came out maybe 2014, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there um, from just the style and what their people were talking about and things of that nature. But they were on OWN. I went on OWN because, um, you know, lack of content. And then I saw like some um, apps are starting to like post new stuff. And I was also kind of looking forward to Queen Sugar which Queen Sugar is not on on yet. Right now they're talking about some green leaf or something, which I don't watch. But um, they had, oh, and then they they said that um, Huntsville, Love and Marriage Huntsville is coming. So I will be watching that in July. And I will be watching the little special things probably today, later on today with Melanie and Marcel. Or I forget all the, the men's name. They all start with an M-A something. Um, so whoever Melanie is married to, maybe it's, I don't know who it's Marcel or Marcus who she married to and um they're having some special so I will watch it later on today most likely but regardless because I was on the own app I saw the dark girl and the light girl thing and you know with all the things with racial upheaval I was like let me go ahead and watch this turns out I've seen the dark girl documentary before but I haven't seen the light girl one that was new to me even though you could tell it was like an old um documentary and you know it as far as good documentary I think it's worth watching um I don't think it's like PBS or who makes a good doc uh, HBO makes a good documentary I hear Netflix makes some good ones unfortunately I don't have Netflix so <laughs> I've yet to see a Netflix documentary but it was you know it was a it was worth me watching um it it wasn't the most entertaining, but it definitely made me think. And I thought it was really raw, as in they really like some documentaries are very produced and they're very. Um, I feel like they're highly edited to kind of paint a story that they want you to see, and I feel like this one was like very raw, meaning it was really people's thoughts that was not very highly edited at all and they definitely um show some thoughts that are kind of like oh you hate to see it you know you hate to see that stuff so but you know it kind of forced you to look at it and forces you to know that it's out there so it really made me take a look at colorism it really helped me to understand that yes it started 
with you know white people putting it on black people to separate them but us as black people we really adopted that as part of our culture and we really adopt like a lot of black people believe that stuff like light skin or dark skin they really believe those lies like darker skin people believe they're not as pretty or or not as smart or not as all types of things and you know all of that is a lie and like they had they talked a lot about men who didn't like um darker skinned women for this reason that reason that other reason and you know that was a lie and well it wasn't a lie that they disliked a darker skinned woman or whatever but it was a lie what the reasons why quotations reasons they weren't real reasons why they could um really say why even the ones who said they prefer dark women that there was like one maybe one guy who the reason why it was like a valid reason like okay she's attractive and I like her and whatever okay fine fine dandy but most of the ones who were saying why they the reasons why it was like kind of terrible to me um it was like it kind of stemmed from low self-esteem like they don't require as much from me or they love love so much easier or they they do this for me they do that for me that light-skinned girl wouldn't do I'm like that looks like it's stemming from self-esteem and laziness on your part. You don't want to be a man of standards. So I didn't like, I didn't like a lot of that stuff. It, it really showed that a lot of these men are really self-loathing because they, they, these guys who were saying they like light-skinned women, they were dark-skinned. They weren't light-skinned men. They were dark-skinned. And they were talking about wanting women who are lighter than them. So I thought that was I would almost say crazy. Well, yeah, it's not like crazy like you have a mental issue, but it's a result of all the trauma that Black people have gone through. And even some of the complaints they've had about Black women, that's a result of them living a life of trauma. That's a response. Like, I think a lot of things in the Black culture is a is a trauma response. And I don't know, it was just very eye-opening. And I guess the really, the biggest thing, I guess, from here, I thought, I would really love to see, like, this was, like, dark girl and light girl. They're, like, documentaries really focused on colorism in women. I would be really interested to see uh, further exploration of colorism in men. Like, what is it, what do these guys go through in their childhood? What did their mothers or grandmothers or aunts, the people around them, say to them for them to grow up thinking, like, this is what I want and this is what I don't want? Because I'm sure these guys are dark. Their mothers are dark. Like, did they mothers say terrible things about them being dark skinned which made them not like themselves i don't know so i would like to see a documentary that explores that like we like it's good we're looking at the women in colorism but i want to see colorism i want to see exploration of colorism and men now from this but um regardless what it really what is really i guess things like this it makes me process and then i might i think okay what is my action my personal action as a result of this, I feel like I need to be more vocal when I hear colorist things and kind of like just combat, combat, come, just fight it and be like, no, that's a lie. No, that's not true. No, you may have met a light skinned person or a dark skinned person who acted like that, and I don't discredit that. But it doesn't mean all people are like this and all people are like that. That's that's a that's a generalization. That's a stereotype, and that's not that's not a good way or a healthy way to think. So it just really taught me to be more local about that, and it really taught me from looking. It really showed me that 
there really is a different experience for darker skinned black people than lighter skinned black people of all the shades is is a different experience because of just externally and internally like in the black community and outside of black community different skin black people are treated differently and as a re- i think culture is a result of your environment so as a result it might be a little bit of a different culture for light-skinned people and dark-skinned people just because our environments are actually different even though we could be the same race even though we could be in the same family we may have a different culture because we're going to respond differently because we are treated differently so that um was super eye-opening to me um and yeah i made me want to it really made her broke my heart to see just the self-esteem with the darker skinned people was definitely with the children was definitely lower you could see that and that was just very sad to me um i i did not like to see that so it just made me see another solution is just education i feel like there's a difference in education from darker skin and light, lighter skin people just from watching this because because of the environment is different because the education uh, opportunities are different how each group communicates is different um how they advocate for themselves and even how they heal themselves is different so um i really saw that was interesting um insight that i saw from the show because I saw there are more people in the light skin portion of the show or the light skin documentary and maybe that was unintentional they seem to be at a more understanding part of where they fit in it I, it seemed like they had more time to process and come to maybe they had fair I really don't know what they did but they were processing things and coming to a conclusion like, okay, just because I was treated this way or this is like this, it doesn't mean I have to take it out on this person or that person and we can move forward. And I feel like some of the darker skinned people, some of them was healed, but some of them, they were still going through serious hurt and they were still in pain. So that really, I hated that. I hated that I saw a lot of people, a lot of dark skinned people on this video who are still in pain and I, I look like the lighter skinned people in the video were in a more recovered state. So I didn't, that's, I didn't like that. Um, well, it's not nothing wrong on the video. It just was sad to me. Um, and I, I know there's, there's people who recovered because Ayala was recorded. Viola Davis on there. You could tell she was recovered. But there were still some people who was really hurting. And so I really hope that they, they, they get that healing. Um, and I know they will. I know they will succeed or they have the potential to, to, to succeed. But the point of me saying, I'm kind of rambling, but the point of me saying about how the education is different, how they advocate, advocate themselves is different, is because of that, they, if you're still in pain, you're still trying to go through life in pain, you're going you're gonna, to um, gonna be subjected to continue more discrimination more hindrances like because we because unfortunately people do not respond well to people in pain they do not bring them in and carry them through or help them a lot of times people eschew people who 
people are in pain. They're like, why are they like that? Oh, why is this? It's not attractive. So that's what I guess that's what I hated. And I guess that's, that will be my prayer on, on this because you saw I didn't really have a prayer list or anything else. But it will be that one, you know, we be healed, black people from this colorism. And number two, those in pain that people can see through that past that pain and, and love them as they go through healing and bring them in. And, 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 and when they see weakness, instead of tearing them down at weakness, they build them up. I just, I just really pray that these people are in pain. They have a community around them to light, dark, whatever, to build them up, to, to remove the shackles and the, the, the lies that have been told to them. And just build them up and, 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 you know, speak to their destiny, speak to the goodness in them and just encourage them and to help them succeed in life and just have healing of all the pain and healing of all the bad things. And just even ones who got less educational access because of just the world we live in, they, they get opportunities to get more of that education because I feel like because people talk differently people think they're dumb and you're not dumb they're, those people are not dumb they, they're just as smart or well, you know some people are smarter or slower than others but it has nothing to do with how you speak and the words that you use that's not a real indication of whether or not you're smart or not so I don't know I probably didn't communicate none of this stuff. Uh, this is fresh like all, me watching all this stuff is fresh but I do want to pray about this in, in general well, that's the timer is done for that. So we're just going to move into the second part of the prayer against colorism. Lord, I just thank you for your goodness. Lord, I just thank you for your graciousness. I thank you for your um, your love, um, for your peace. Lord, it surpasses all understanding. Lord, I just thank you that um, these movies could be a, a tool to, um, or these documentaries, or even these like reality shows could be a tour tool to kind of thank you for opening me up to something that I may have previously ignored or previously not paid too much attention to Lord I just pray for um like for the the nation for us for around the world or God that like not just um black communities but Asian communities um and African communities like Latin American, like South American communities, Caribbean communities, there's this issue of colorism of, or thinking that um, a, the lighter version of humans is better than the darker version of humans, Lord. And I come against that. That's a lie from the pit. That is not the truth, Lord. I pray that we no longer believe lies, Lord. You remove the scales from our eyes, Lord, and that we become um, lovers of your truth, Lord God, and that we can be able to discern from the lies of the enemy, Lord, and that we no longer accept the lies that he tries to tell us, like through ourselves or through other people, for, through our families, Lord. And I just pray that those who have been hurt through these lies, Lord, I pray that they find out what you have created them to be, what you have called them to be, and to know that what you say is truth and what the world may say is a lie, Lord. Help them to know that, that they are beautiful. Help them to know that they are intelligent. Help them to know they have purpose, they have destiny, Lord, to the achieve something, to do something, to accomplish something that no one else can do, that they were put in this world to accomplish those things. I just pray that um, that people stop um, inflicting hurt on themselves, Lord. Stop 
um, stop hating themselves, stop believing a lie that they are not as good for it, and stop inflicting that hate that they feel upon themselves upon each other. Lord, I pray I come against that spirit to want to better themselves through physical appearance, like so-called better themselves. It's not really better themselves. But instead, they they um, improve because we know we all have need for improvement. Instead, Lord, we look to improve ourselves through um, our hearts, Lord God, making sure our hearts are right, making sure our hearts are pure. Lord, I pray that we just examine ourselves, Lord, that if there's any way that we are seeing people, Lord, we repent, Lord, if there's any way we're seeing people as better or worse because of a skin tone or thinking this, um, attributing a characteristic to a skin tone, that we realize that is wrong, Lord God, and that is not true, Lord, and that instead, Lord, we don't have favor and partiality for a certain look of person, Lord. I just pray for um, favor for um, all people, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are not respected a person, Lord. You desire for everyone to have favor, especially those who look to you, Lord, that um, you you have this destined us to prosper in everything that we do, Lord, everything that you have designed for us to do. So I just pray that people know that, that they they, that you, Lord, Lord, please lift their, their, their insides. Please lift their self-esteem, Lord. Please, um, I pray you help them to know that they are of worth and know their value and carry themselves as so, Lord. I pray that even though when they start carrying themselves as so, when people start to want to tear them down because they feel tearing, torn down, that they see past that tactic and know that is why they are trying to tear them down. And don't allow them to tear them down because... They know why they're trying to tell now because they're they're torn now. I just pray that you just put it into our hearts to want to um, be kind to each other and want to heal those that we see are hurting, heal those who are in pain. Lord, I just pray that that those who are in, in pain can call out to you, Lord, and get the healing that they need from you. I pray you also provide them resources and avenues to help in their healing, Lord, where, whether that be therapy or whether that be a listening ear or someone to acknowledge that they have a voice and they have something to say, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray that um, in in the, the, the community groups who, because they are um, lighter and things in nature, those who are actually holding on to thinking they're better because they're lighter or they're better because they have a certain connection or better because they have had access to education or privilege in the past before another group may have that they no longer see that as, as a, a, a evidence that they are better it's just was a favor up to you help help people to realize that if someone is looks differently or someone is has had access to let less or someone is has less um, resources it's not a stain or a negative thing on their path it's just how they how what they were born into or and I just pray that people can really realize that we're all essentially the same Lord and that we can just just forget also forgive those who have hurt us forgive those who and not to put the hurt that other people placed on us to people who may look like the person who hurt them not to think that just because that one group of person or one type of person was mean and hateful and spiteful that they can um can trust again and trust that just because some people, I mean, just because even a lot of people may be hurtful and damaged, damages doesn't mean that all people are hurtful. 
and damaging. That Lord, I just pray that they can build an element of trust with you so you can lead them and guide them to trust others, Lord. And please just protect them, Lord God. Please keep them safe from those who do not have their best interests in heart. Please protect them from those who do not know how to love because they cannot love themselves right now. They can't really love others. Help them to be protected from those people who may do them hard. Please give them wisdom so they can um, please help them to be able to protect themselves. And please rescue the ones who are being oppressed and who are in situations of people just tearing them down and making them feel lesser than. Lord, please provide them the avenue of escape, a way out, and just a pathway and a resource for hope and healing in their life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So that is it for my prayer. Um, I hope you all have a really good day. And I really am, and I hope you enjoyed my season finale. I do plan to have a little bonus episode where I just recap my thoughts of my first season of having a podcast and just kind of share my thoughts on that. What was that to me? And maybe what I think I want to do in the future with this podcast. But yeah, I hope you have a good week. So, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.